What's up everybody? This is Dante, just kind of giving a heads up on this episode you're about to listen to. I do apologize in advance. The audio is just a little bit off for some reason I wasn't paying attention and my audio, my microphone was a little lower than usual. So I do apologize in advance, but I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome to the show. I'm not going to start with the typical intro that I've been going with because you all know what you're listening to. You, you've been, this is episode 22. Okay. You know, it's Dante. It's off the mass podcast. My guest today is a teammate and a friend. He's also an MMA fighter and a comic book nerd, much like myself. Oh, I'm not even using my headphones, so I can't even hear if this is on. <laughs> um, oh, because I got it plugged into the computer. All right. So starting over. Uh, no, no, we're, we're, oh, we're okay. staying where we're at. There we go. Because <laughs> it's look, dude, whatever. Like it's 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 whatever. Um. So my guest today is Joe Huggins. Hey, what's up, what's up man? Thanks for having me. I'm glad I'm glad you were able to make it. Um, I've been wanting to get you on here for a while now. Like, but it's like every time I was trying to get you here, it was either um pans. Uh, was a you, you basically had a competition or a fight coming up? It's like, all right, I don't want to get you in a fight camp. It's, honestly, now. it's still that way. I've been grinding pretty hard recently, so true. Now they're out of the COVID slump a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that's the thing though too. It's like, oh, there we go. It's like, all right, COVID's over. Like, get as much as you can. Yeah, before it's all gone again. Like, <laughs> like what? Like what are you talking? Like, I think Hogan said we're we're dropping back the. I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, phase two. Yeah, so it's funny you say it. I actually am a bartender at a bar that's down the street from the governor's, you know, uh, office or whatever. So basically, yeah, he's kind of left it up county by county, but most places are like 25% capacity indoors, outdoor seating, you know. He's trying to, you know, enforce some of the old policies like mask and everything, um, which, you know, I'm kind of, I don't want to touch on people's, you know, opinions on the matter but he is trying to get stricter on uh, policing people wearing masks and you know social distancing and you know things like that i feel like with that just trying to get stricter on the mask and everything like i was saying to sarah this morning it's like what's going on is you know it's we're starting to forget or we don't care and the thing is i don't know i, I i'm i have my own stance on it i'm not saying that it's not a thing i'm not saying i don't care because i do I, you know, I don't want to get sick. I, I have friends who have gotten sick and they've they've beaten it, uh, you know, pretty handily. So that's that's not really the thing to me. I don't want to pass it on. Like in this year with Thanksgiving, I, you know, Sophie's like, you got to call grandmommy. So we call grandmommy, and I goes, you know, so what are we doing for Thanksgiving and Christmas? What's you know, what's the plan? And my grandma was like, look. Just with everything going on, we're probably just going to do a Zoom call, say what's up to each other, and, you know, just call it a day. And I was, I was fighting back tears just because this is family. Like, I don't care about the holiday itself. The holiday is dumb. Where we sit around and watch the Lions lose and then I cry. <laughs> well, I'm going to cry on Thanksgiving. Yeah. But it's just, like, for some people, it's an important thing to, like, kind of monitor and be careful with. And... 
I don't look at it. I look at it like this. If you came in and were like, hey, I'm going to wear my mask. Yeah, I, I, which I, I brought it just in case. You know, I didn't know how you um, felt. So and yeah. most people come in, they've asked, "Hey, how do you feel about masks? You want me to wear my mask?" I was like, "Look, I <clears throat> I trust you, so I, I'm you know I'm not stressing it." Um, but if you were to tell me to wear a mask, I would. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not you know at, at my job, people come in, they don't want to wear their mask. <laughs> it's like I'm not going to strong arm nobody about it, but I will hand them a disposable mask. I'm like, here you go. Like, well, I got one guy yelling at me, take that mask off. I can't understand. I was like, I'm not going to do that. This old dude, like, don't, don't do that. I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put me in that position. Son. Like, I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to put my hands on nobody. Yeah. But, but people get out of pocket and think it's sweet. Like, that's the thing about today's society. You don't know what somebody else knows. And people are a little too reckless out here nowadays, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's why once I started training... I pipe the fuck down. Right, cause, I used to I used to bark at people, and once I realized mm, they, that that might be, that dude's ear. You don't know what they know. You don't know what they're carrying. Like people are just too reckless out here and think it's sweet. Like, but have some respect on everybody's name because you never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's always my concern is I don't know what this guy knows, and I don't know, and they don't know what I know. Right, and the thing is, we might both know the same thing. Now it's a matter of where are you training at. Your but, kung fu is better than mine. Like <laughs> I think too. Sometimes what happens in those altercations too. There's um a video <coughs> on YouTube because that's where all videos are. <coughs> that uh, there are two guys a road rage situation. The two dudes get out the car and you know they they start squaring up. Yeah. And one dude threw a leg kick and the other dude checked it. <laughs> kind of see that nod of respect, but they continue on with that fight. And then like you know when they saw it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, you know they just squashed it and rolled out. And like, kind of that awkward moment where Thor's hammer meets Cap Shield. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit! Like, he's on the level. Speaking of which, as I, I had to rush for us to get recorded because we started talking comic book talk, and I was like, no, it's, man, it's man. unavoidable, man. You you can't help it. <laughs> we gotta start recording now. We can't start talking without this. Like no. Uh, which is like yeah, we were on a couple different topics, but I was like, all right, just let me hit record real quick. You would have that fucking uh, sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> okay, the the meme I always see the mice from Cinderella with the oh, beads going man. in his ass. <laughs> hey, nah, that's that's Sarah's gear down there. Although I did do um for one of my episodes for the cover work, I took the um Tinkerbell uh. Uh, figure down there and put it up for the picture i did yeah i did see that <laughs> um sophie comes down here she loves looking in the cabinet and I'm like all right look with your eyes don't you know don't touch she knows though other kids come down here and they're like oh my god toys toys yeah it's like i will kick you <laughs> so fast <laughs> <laughs> like i will put you through that wall uh sophie comes down here and she's real hesitant i've been giving her like the spare figures that i don't i don't want but yeah, just um, give her all those over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, like eventually, yeah, she will have a set of Fantastic Four figures. I have two sets, so and in the black suit set that I have here, I just looked online. I think they're going for less than what you know retail is now. So yeah, just leave it to her in your will, and then leave a note like, "Hey, don't watch the movies." <laughs> Dude, I, I actually recently watched um, the second one, um, Rise um, of the Silver Surfer. <sighs> It, that one was the worst. So I watched it because it was on. It, it wasn't like a choice. It was just on and out of sight. You know what I'm going to do? Let me just sit here and look at this. and like, Let me judge it from a, a more mature eye. Is this movie as bad as it, it, it seemed? And back then I made excuses as to why it's good. But looking at it now. 
They disrespected Galactus. Yo, that was my biggest argument. <laughs> like, to the highest level. Like, the entire movie was just, like, the only thing, there were things that worked well for the movie. Uh, the dude who played Reed, I, I thought he was fine. Yeah. I, Chris Evans as the Human Torch. Yeah. Bad, yeah. Um, uh, Michael Chick- Chickalis. Chick- Chick- Chicklet. Chick- yeah. You know, Bald guy. guy, yeah. The guy from The Shield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he was good as the thing. And then we get to Jessica Alba. Yeah. So I think what they did with that movie, I'm pretty sure I may have said this on here before. I think they just took a bunch of actors, looked at some pictures and said, you know what? These are the hot items right now. These are some good looking people. Yeah. Let's we, throw them in a comic book movie. It's like we got Chris <laughs> Evans. He's up and coming. He's coming off that movie. Uh, Not another teen movie. And you, like, we can make this guy work. He, he's a good actor. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go with that guy. Michael Chiklis. He, he's coming hot off of the shield. Let's go with this guy. And the guy that we're going to pick for Reed, we don't know his name, but fucking put him in a movie. He looks smart. Yeah, he looks like he knows <laughs> stuff. Make him into an actor. And then who should we make a Sue? Um, who's a hot item right now? Um, so we got that movie, or that movie Honey with the dancing girl. Oh, J- Jessica Alba? Yeah. Ah, give a fucking blonde hair. <laughs> now, I watch that shit, especially with her, and I'm just looking. It's not that she did a bad job. But I'm like, one of these things don't belong. Yeah. And it's not because of her Hispanic descent that I'm saying that. It's like she, it's almost kind of like they play, they wrote that character to just be um, the beauty of the group. Yeah. They they didn't write her as Sue is in the comics where she's a scientist. She's yeah. one of the smart ones. They didn't she's give like, her any substance. Yeah. There's just like, uh. okay, you're pretty. This is your wedding day. Get upset because a helicopter crashed yep. at your wedding. Oh, uh, who else used to piss me off? The '90s X-Men cartoon. Jean Grey was always oh, fainting. Jean, she was being an Omega level mutant, and she's like, <laughs> the Omega level mutant, is low blood, sugar, yeah. just falling around. Need to get a pack of um, graham crackers for her every time she falls. Like, give her some graham crackers. Don't let her swallow her tongue. Like, yo, like, I I went back as soon as Disney Plus hit. That was the first thing I watched. Yeah. Was um X-Men. No, no, I went to Ducktales first. And watching DuckTales. I went Darkwing Duck, you know, but it's cool. Generational (laughs) thing, though, because DuckTales was was my thing. And then Chippendale. And then after that, I kind of fell off. I think I I discovered alcohol. And I was like, I'm not watching these anymore. (laughs) I didn't drink this stuff. (laughs) Then I was drunk. And I was like, I'm going to go back and watch (laughs) DuckTales. But but now I went and watched DuckTales. And I was like, dude, this is taking me back. And then I was like, fuck that. Let's watch X-Men. And Sophie sat down with me. What's this? I'm like, nah, you're about to learn today, baby. <laughs> uh, we sat there and watched the entire run. And there there were some things about that that was kind of dumb. But overall, that was probably next to Batman the Animated Series. Those were probably the two most perfect cartoons of the 90s for superheroes, yeah. at least. Uh, I can't think of anything off top right now. But those... You hit you hit the nail on the head. Batman animated series, uh, X Men the anime series, and maybe the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, it's yeah. like the holy trinity of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because uh, the Power Rangers it, it wasn't on my radar, but I think what it was again age. Because right now when I go out um, collecting and like buying figures, that that those are hot items. Yeah, the Power Rangers people were in on Power Rangers. I'm like that's cool that you know it's not my game. Because I, when, when I buy figures down here, I I have to, there has to be a purpose for them and where they're going to fit in. Uh, like, Sarah bought the, uh, what is it, the X, X2 Mystique 
mm-hmm. uh, from the movies, <clears throat> and I wanted Domino and Cable because I'm a huge Cable fan. Mm-hmm. You had a scarred childhood like me, so you know it's like I always wanted to get sent to the future and get a bionic arm and a bionic <laughs> eye. Yeah, it never happened, but he's still he's still my favorite character. But she got me those figures, and I was like, okay, I'm in. And then when I opened them up, I was like, shit, I don't know where I'm putting these. I don't have a home for these figures because like. Every, every shelf in here has some, uh, you know, a theme. And then I have those uh, four characters. And I'm, I'm going to pick up Deadpool and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead soon. Mm-hmm. Which, I, like, I really need another fucking Deadpool down here. I mean, why um, not? And, and my, my brother would say, you don't have enough. <laughs> Sophie, now ha- Sophie now has a... Um, a Deadpool pirate Deadpool figure. So nice. and and his wife, his ex wife, which comes with the shark. Uh, <laughs> I believe his name is Jeff, so she's excited about that. And I gave her the baby Hulk from uh the Wolverine, the old man Logan old man yeah, Hulk. Yeah, yeah. She lost her mind. <laughs> like, oh, baby Hulk. I was like, Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I and mean, she would not let go of that little fucking toy. I was like, Okay. Um But yeah, the Fantastic Four films, a lot of these films, they just there are times where I'm like, what's wrong and what's right? And with Fantastic Four, there there was a lot of wrong. There was a little right. Yeah. But when they did the one uh, with, who's the director? Josh Trank, I think it was. with uh, Where it had Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch. That was and, an Angley? What's that? Was that Angley? No, 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 no. He no. just did the Universal Hulk, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that I watched that shit too. I watched that just so I could be mad. <laughs> I don't watch that for any other reason besides wanting to be angry at someone. Like when I want to kick a hole in a wall, I watch that movie and it gives me the motivation to start breaking shit. That that was a fucking train wreck of a movie too. And that's why I think Incredible Hulk got the shit that it got because it was two years after that movie. This one comes out. And plus, people don't really like Ed Norton. Mm. Uh, yeah he's kind of a dickhead kind of i hope he hears this <laughs> uh, he he's from columbia really uh, yeah he went to uh he went to wild lake high school which is our rival high school and apparently so um rouse john is it john rouse i don't know rouse yeah rouse foundation the rouse guy that's his uncle the guy who created columbia maryland mm-hmm. but he <clears throat> apparently came back and tried to have like this big party like after he made it. People just weren't messing with it. Yeah, people didn't show up. (laughs) Dang. He's, I don't know him. He, I I don't know what he's like, but from what I understand with, when he was on The Incredible Hulk, there are a lot of problems with him and the director. And then I just read this thing about American History X. And there's a lot of static on the set for that with him. (laughs) Like, changing shit up and they, and they caved into his needs. Yeah. So, man, it was a good movie. I liked that movie. Might go back and watch it next week sometime. Yeah, that one because it came out right after Iron Man, and it like it because Iron Man set the tone, yeah. and then when you know Incredible Hulk came out, we're like, all right, like here's the like the moment of truth. Are they gonna mess up this universe? Or and I think I think it lived up to you know its job. It did its job, you know, within the universe. I think so. <clears throat> I just went back and just actually watched through all of them. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I did that uh, when we first had our lockdown. I went through all the Marvel movies. I watched. I, I watched through all that shit at least <laughs> three times. A year. Like, cause it, it's just so well done. They like they did twenty three fucking movies, and that shit, it, it works. But as I went through and watched it this time, I started thinking 
what movies are absolutely needed to connect to Endgame? And I go through Iron Man for sure. Iron Man for sure. You yeah. Need Iron Man. At least one and two. I don't think you need two. Really? Well, no, no, you do need two. Yeah, so I established that you need it too because... He creates his own element and gets a new heart. So not even just that. At the end, the post-credit, um, when he meets up with Thaddeus Thunderbolt. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what we need from that one. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily need Incredible Hulk. I think that was the only movie... Yeah, they kind of... they kind of, um, in, in the first Avengers, they kind of gave us everything we needed. Yep, that's all we needed was that intro with Ruffalo and uh, Scarlett Johansson. That's all we needed. And now we got our Hulk. So we'll go to phase one. We got Iron Man for sure. Iron Man 2, yes. We'll take Thor because you got Loki established or... Yeah, and you need Dark World because you get another Infinity Stone. So, and then Captain America, First Avenger... You need half of it. Yeah. Because you, you have to establish some other elements later on, and then you need the first Avengers, or the Avengers, their first movie. So you got five out of the uh, first I would, I, would, I would disagree a little bit. I think you need the whole first Avenger movie because you have Super Soldier Serum history, you have Tesseract, and you have Bucky history. Okay. That was all kind I think, of, like, yeah. Yeah, that's all about <laughs> half a movie. Like, there's some other shit in that movie we don't need. Well, no, 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 we do need that movie because... You have to establish Captain America, Captain America, Steve Rogers. Like, being who is pure, he? Pure of heart, mm-hmm. which is why he's able to pick up Molinaire. Um, so we get to phase two. So phase two is a bucket of fun when it comes to movies I want to fucking shit on. Yeah. Really just Iron Man 3, because fuck that. <laughs> you don't need Iron Man 3, period. I don't you you don't. So you don't need it completely. I enjoyed it, but you don't need it. Yeah, you don't. You only need one part of it, and this is where he destroys the suits at the end. Yeah, that's all you need. And outside of the rest of that, that movie means nothing. But when I do, because he even because Pepper doesn't even have extremists at the end of the movie, right? He takes it away. Correct. Yeah. Like so, that will be brought back up though, because much like my Halloween movies uh, episodes I did, I'm going to do a Christmas movies episode, and guess what, baby. Iron Man 3 is going to fall in there. As yep. much as I hate it, it's a <laughs> um, I, I've got some others that are going to go on that list. Stay tuned. But um, you don't need Iron Man 3 other than like the very end. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's necessary there. Thor Dark World is necessary. You get the ether. Uh, you get an Infinity Stone. But they're not addressing it just yet. But you do need that still. Then we need, obviously, Winter Soldier. Because mm-hmm. that sets the stage for yet another movie. We need Guardians 1, and then we need, because you have to establish, and that's where you get your Power Stone. Right. So, and then we need Age of Ultron, because that really kicks the door in. Mind Stone. All of it. It yeah. gives you the Mind Stone. It lets you know now that the stones are in play. Thor has to get into action and take off and go do some shit. You know, so everything. Thanos is all like, I'll do it myself. <laughs> like, I, I don't need you asking. Thanos is going to fuck this up. I, I got places to be. And he, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's very right. So, is that it for phase two? Ant-Man? Was that um, phase three? Ant-Man um, comes into play. Yes. we. I, that will count as phase. I believe that's the beginning of phase three. Okay. I believe. Ant-Man. I hate to say it, as much as I like the movie, we don't need it. No, you need the second one, like the end of the second one. Yeah. 
and, it, and you, you the very like you kind of don't really need it, but you do need it. <laughs> uh, but Ant Man don't need it. Get it out of here. Uh, what else comes up in Phase Two? We got Civil War. Very necessary. As, yeah. As uh, Jorge Masvidal would say, it was very necessary. <laughs> very necessary. We watched that fight last night because yeah. he didn't believe me. Uh-huh. It was fast knockout. I was like, no, it wasn't. I put the video Ooh, on. It was. <laughs> Just like, holy shit. I was like, it would have been faster if the ref was closer. It would have been in one second. <laughs> but um, but Civil War, very necessary. Guardians 2. Get nah, it out of here. You don't, don't need it. Uh, Doctor Strange. Now, this is the one where I'm on the fence. Yeah. Because you get the time stone. But do we need the rest to come with it? Because establishing his character doesn't play any factor into Endgame. So I don't know if we need to flesh him out, but we do need that time stone. Yeah. So I'm going to, because when I watched through the movies, I didn't pay attention to that movie. I like, and I like the movie. I just yeah. didn't pay attention to it until we get to the later parts. So maybe we'll say, yeah, Spider-Man far from home. Not, no, not, or, or I'm sorry. Homecoming. Homecoming. Don't need it. No, it was fun. I, I love it. Yeah. It's like a little sideshow. Don't need it though. Get it out of here. Scram. Beat it. Then we wrap around to Thor. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. So that's a tricky one too, because I don't feel like anything in that movie happens that says we need to flesh the story out and give you the story to get to the next step other than the post credit. Yeah. When Thanos pops up. And then I guess maybe kind of like establishing that he doesn't necessarily need Molnir. So yes and no. Like, I don't know that we need to tell that story though. Like, like not, not in the depth that you need a full movie for. Yeah. Like what I'm thinking about is like, what do you need a full movie for? And what don't you need a full True. movie for? Cause I feel like you could, you could explain that in, in another movie. You could have put that in Doctor Strange because he does make an appearance. Yeah, in in that, in Doctor Strange is in the post credit. Actually, that scene from Ragnarok is the post credit for Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. is just fucks with my head. Yeah, there's nothing big. I mean, there's a couple key things, but nothing that really needs to be told in a whole movie. Like I'm yeah. trying to think what else. Um, the whole you know the collector and setting up you know Planet Hulk and all that. Just yeah, the collect. It maybe that plays into the Eternals. I don't know. Not the collector. I'm sorry. What was uh, that's, um, that's uh, Benicio the Turtles character, the, grand, grand the Grandmaster. Master. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that plays into the Eternals. From from what I'm hearing, I don't know because yeah. we don't know shit about that movie. No, other than that, <laughs> the action figures are being leaked online, but that they won't release because we don't get a movie because everything's set back a year. The Eternals I'm putting up there with uh, Doctor Dre's third album. It's just out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have to release it. Well, why? Well, because it's fucking made. Yeah. Like, that's why we have to release it. I, like, I don't want to, but we just have to. Um, so now this one, the, the next one gets controversial because we get the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And I love the movie. Great fucking movie. You don't need it. Don't need it. Damn. But the reason you don't need it is because we already got Black Panther in Civil War. And we already know about Vibranium. Like, yeah, we know that it's there. Otherwise... The story in itself. So, and the, and the thing is, those movies that we don't need are actually movies that you can watch. But yeah, without I, I like I owned Black Panther on its own outside before you started giving me the uh, yeah. other actually, movies. I still have 
Those are the- yeah, <laughs> I have a couple movies in my in my gym bag. Yeah, you gave me all the MC movies except Black Panther because I I just had that one for my own. And yeah. I mean, like, I love it, and it's not necessary. But what's Disney without a little pandering? You know. Sure. <laughs> I- <laughs> That's what fucking Disney. Does. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? Let's make a new Mulan movie. Let's make it live action, and then let's add some kung fu to it. Oh, who likes Bruce Lee? <laughs> I actually, I love that fucking Mulan movie. Though I watched that shit like what five times in the first week i haven't seen it yet it is it's fun it, it threw me off only because i heard it didn't have the original soundtrack which was my favorite part of the movie true that's, a, that's and fun. no mushu i mean come on so <laughs> so with the way that the movie is set though it, it's like mushu almost kind of it wouldn't it's a very serious tone. Yeah, it's extremely serious. Actually. I guess, and I guess it's reimagined. It doesn't have to be an exact, yeah, it, it's you know, cookie cutter. You know, it's definitely got elements from the cartoon, <clears throat> but it's its own movie. It's good. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I know a lot of people are trashing it because of politics and because of something the actress. I, look, I don't. When we get into these things about what an actor or actress says, and we gotta like. Uh, like they said this, I don't want to like it. Look, I'm not inviting them to fucking Christmas dinner. No, so I hate I hate cancel culture um, because I don't condone you know any you know bad things that people do. You know, I believe you know people should be held accountable if they mess up. But you have to realize that actors are human. You know, celebrities, politicians, whatever are human, just like everybody else in the fucking world, and they're allowed to make mistakes. That doesn't mean you fucking dump on their whole career and try and, you know, extinguish yeah. their livelihood, you know? And that's the thing that gets me is like people want to cancel someone's career. Basically, what they're saying is like, let's take away their ability to make money. It's like, why? Because cause Gina Carano's getting shit like Yeah. That. Like, they're like, oh, she's transphobic. It's like, maybe. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, shame on her for that. But, like, don't, you know, mess with her livelihood. Yeah. Okay. Like, like. The, the reason why my social media doesn't have my name on it is because <laughs> I do and say a lot of really dumb things. And the way that people are, those people will try to go and make me lose my job. And because you don't agree with something that I said. And the thing that sucks about that is like, we don't have to agree on everything. I don't like, I don't, when people shit on Batman versus Superman, I defend <laughs> it. Does that mean I should lose my job because I'm defending a trash movie? No. You know, and I know that that I'm not belittling like major social, you know, matters. But what I'm getting at is, okay, if you don't agree on something, then like going through Facebook, I see something I don't like, I just keep going. Yeah. Like just keep I, moving. I have a lot of friends on Facebook somehow, <clears throat> some way that I see shit and I'm like, I don't agree with that. And I'm just gonna keep moving. Unless it's something I feel very strongly about. And most times if I comment on something I feel strongly about, it's because it's comic book related. I, I'm not getting into arguments about politics because I don't know nothing. I, I normally don't argue on Facebook. And I broke that rule for the first time ever in my life, probably about a week or two ago. Mm. And people were upset about Gal Gadot playing Cleopatra in upcoming biopic. Yeah. And people were like, oh, they're whitewashing African culture. And I'm like, well, first of all, go back, do your history. You know, Cleopatra was of Greek descent. She was fair-skinned. And she wasn't that attractive. And so by getting Gal Gadot to play her, they're doing her some justice, yeah. you know? Mm. Also, Gal Gadot isn't Caucasian. She's yeah. Israeli, of Middle Eastern descent. And so I see nothing wrong with her, you know, being cast as an Egyptian, you know, queen. That was my argument, too. It was like, she's from Israel. Yeah. Relax. I mean, that, that was also kind of the argument when they uh, picked her to play Wonder Woman. It's like, who... who 
when people want to fan cast something, it's like, well, who would you put in that role? You know, someone that's tough, someone that can handle, you know, and someone that, <clears throat> like, if shit went down and I had to look at an actress and say, who do I think can save my life? Well, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Natalie Portman, she, she's also, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. toted a gun over there in Israel. Yep. You know? <laughs> so, I feel like... I feel com- comfortable with my life in their hands. Yeah, <laughs> if some shit went down, and I'm like, yo, the world's going to hell. Who do we have to save us? Well, we got this chick who played Jane Foster and Thor. Oh, you mean Natalie Portman? Yeah, get, nah, 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 nah. Give her a gun. Give her two. Um, I, I feel safe. Yeah. And, and Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah. Wonder Woman? Yeah, yeah, that girl. Like, yeah. Give her, give her lots of guns and a sword and a shell too. You know, she can hold them all at once. Um, but yeah, people, people get, a you know, Padme too. always kept that thing on her. She's always strapped. Every scene you see her, I wonder in uh, episode two when her and Anakin are sitting there and he's giving that, you know, those fucking cheesy lines. Oh. I wonder if she's got a gun under the table. <laughs> Probably like, say something, say something. Aggressive negotiations. <laughs> you know, that, actually, that's my next um, run of movies to watch. Is the star? I'm just gonna go through them. So yeah, I, I go through phases and what I watch on TV. So I go through like I like sitcoms and I like like nerdy shit. Um, that's pretty much what I watch. So I go through my phases where I'm watching like you know The Office, Parks and Rec. Um, I like I like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. My girlfriend hates it, but <laughs> it's a different kind of humor. Like you got to be built for that. Humor. Yeah. Um, and then you know, right now I switch over from that, and now I'm watching Clone Wars. I just finished season two of both uh, The Boys and Umbrella Academy. Um, you know, just kind of you know focusing more on like you know I'm probably gonna pick up the uh, animated like Marvel cartoons pretty soon too. I might go back and rewatch all the Netflix Marvel shows. I've been considering that because I actually haven't finished them. I, I didn't get through Iron Fist. I didn't get through the Defenders. And did I? I've watched some of Punisher. I just never got through it. But I did do all of Daredevil. Yeah. And season one of Jessica Jones and all of Luke Cage. So that and okay, <clears throat> I'm going to come back. Gonna yeah, come we're going to come back to this because yeah. So, <laughs> so back to that list. So Black Panther not need it completely uh, yes the, the battle happens in wakanda we have to somewhat establish wakanda exists mm-hmm. but other than that we don't need the rest of the story uh let's see then after that we jump right into infinity war obviously we need that movie to get the end game so now after infinity war we get we get uh captain marvel or ant-man and the wasp ant-man and the wasp which that established time travel and we need yes. that for in-game Yes, we do need that. And so the problem that I have with Captain Marvel wasn't my favorite. No, it, it's we. I just watched that. Was it Wednesday? And so there are a lot of issues with that movie in general. Like the biggest problem I had with that movie, my wife loves it. But I hate it. Is every scene they're playing a '90s song. And it's like, we don't need you to establish that we're in the 90s because we know we're in the 90s. Mm-hmm. We already heard, uh, it, you know, we already heard No Doubt. We and already heard Nirvana. Yeah. And like, <laughs> the, the, the shit that pissed me off was they, during one of the fight scenes, they played uh, No Doubt's Just a Girl. It's like, is this really fucking like, necessary? Come on. <laughs> we get it. But that pissed me off at every scene. They played a 90s track just to remind us that we're in the 90s. Just let me get lost in the story and enjoy the story. 
Also, I do feel like the movie was rushed. I think they just pushed that movie out there just to get an origin film out there. I know that movie could have been so much better. I wanted to like that movie. I yeah. don't hate it. I just think it was... But that movie was important because, again, it gave us more background on the Tesseract, uh, the Kree kind of scroll type of feud, which sets up maybe possible Fantastic Four. I know King the Conqueror is coming into play soon. Yes. Um, and then she's the Hail Mary for Thanos in Endgame. Yes, and, and that's the thing that kind of bugs me about that movie is we need that movie so when she shows up. So my favorite thing in- Oh, and she saves Tony Stark's life who then saves everybody else's life. So I mean, it's just- So my favorite thing in Endgame, and this is going to sound fucked up, when she, when, she, when she shows up on the scene and all the guns attack and then she flies through the ship, tears that shit up. She comes in, she makes her, her presence known. She's kicking ass. Then she gets to Thanos. He's about to snap. She stops him from snapping. He he's getting fucked up by her right now. He takes a power jump, uh, the power stone. He hits her so hard that she rolls out into the funeral. <laughs> she does not show back up. You don't see her again <laughs> into the funeral. I never thought about that till now. He hit her so hard, her wardrobe changed to black. <laughs> she was like, "I'm just gonna hang out here at the lake house." <laughs> I was like, Yo, I, every time I see that shit. And you you see her eyes get wide too when he switches to the power gym. Her eyes get wide. She knows, oh shit! I left my funeral clothes at the other planet. I'll be back. <laughs> then he cracks her and she's gone. You never see her again. I don't even think you see her like at the end when Tony uh, snaps. You like everybody comes on and says their little. Speech. No, I don't think so. Yeah, you don't see her again to the funeral. And that's fucked up. <laughs> like I'm trying to think, yeah. They built this character up just to like. This super ultra feminist character gets bitch slapped by the you know male antagonist. <laughs> God, that's describe the movie poorly. <laughs> that's exactly how it goes. It, I already get enough shit on Instagram about me being sexist. I know this isn't gonna help, but but no, that just actually is my favorite part. It's not because he hits her. No, that's that's not why. My it's it's my favorite part because she is kicking the shit out of him, mm-hmm. and it shows that he has to think on his feet. He has to figure some shit out quick because he knows he's not going to beat her. She's got that hand pinned down. He's like, oh, let me think outside the box. Oh, power jump? Gotcha. Boom. Hits her. And I think that's what kind of why I always gravitate more towards Marvel and comics and their cinematic universes is because I just feel like a lot of DC characters are OP. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I have some love for, for some DC characters, and, you know, I don't follow it as closely as I do, like, all the Marvel stuff, but I just feel like a lot of DC characters are OP, and it's really hard to kind of show any adversity. It's not realistic for them to just go through and, like, whooping everybody. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. We don't have people with superpowers, but... <laughs> That's the goofy thing. So, what's funny is, I put up a post the other day. Well, not the other day, a while back on Nerd Rage's Facebook. And it was a picture of Superman and there's Homelander and then the kid from Brightburn. Yeah. And I never so, saw Brightburn, but I heard it was like pretty good. It's pretty good. It, it, it After watching it a few times, you can see the dull points. But obviously, you know, you watch it, you start criticizing it. Yeah. But it's good. It, it's, it's a fun movie. And it does open your mind to that idea of like, what if... Clark landed with a shitty family or what if you know, and I don't think the family in Brightburn was shitty I think they're great parents yeah. I think when you take Superman Clark Kent versus um, I think the kid's name was Brian okay 
you know, you take him, he discovers that he's powerful. He, he, you know, and and he discovers early on, it's at puberty. He he figures Mm -hmm. out early on in the movie. And then you couple that with the emotions of a, you know, kid going through puberty versus Clark, you know, he's had the power since birth. The parents knew. So they knew we got to kind of hone this early. Whereas this kid, he discovers that teenage years, fuck, like it's time to go. Like what? Like, <laughs> y'all said I couldn't play football. I can't be on the team now. Hmm. Tell me I can't be on the team now. Like, well, you can't be quarterback because you're going to throw the fucking ball out the field. So that doesn't count. Well, let's put him at running back. Ain't nobody stopping that kid. <laughs> Ain't nobody running through that kid. But, but the picture I had posted was, <clears throat> it was, you know, Clark holding the Homelander and the kid from Brightburn. And he goes, I feel like, you know, you guys are my fault, which brought up the question who would win Homelander or Clark? And the, 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 the answers were mixed. I think I even posted this on Instagram. In the I Clark think so. Movie. I even saw like a fan made video of that before. Yeah. I, you know, the thing is, I think Clark is more powerful, but Homelander doesn't have the same morality. Nope. He will fuck Clark up because he just doesn't care. <clears throat> then that's why Batman beats Superman every time. Because as Batman has said, I will be Clark every time because he is inherently good and I am not. <laughs> and he is like, damn, he knows. So, and I think that's the same thing with, with Homelander versus Superman is Homelander is not a good person. He wouldn't care. He would destroy him and move on. And that, that's one of those things when you look at DC, they are trying to like tone it down with those characters a little bit, a little bit, specifically Superman, where they've had some deep stories with Superman showing that just because you're the most powerful doesn't mean that you're the most powerful. You know, you you can Uh do anything. There are some things you cannot do. Some things you cannot save. And with Batman, now Batman's getting a little out of hand. (laughs) Oh, Batman's the greatest. He can't be stopped. Give Batman prep time and he can beat anybody. Look, I just watched Home Alone last night. And let me tell you, Give Kevin prep time and Batman ain't got shit on that little kid. Even even playing field. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I saw a meme somewhere like Batman's probably biggest nemesis would probably be the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna write off the Batcave, nigga? Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. So what the fuck is this down here? So um, you got permits for all this? Like, like what, yeah, what the fuck? Wait, what is this vehicle here? Is it street legal? Like, yeah, yeah. There, I can see a lot of problems going on there, but. But, you know, but basically once you get through, you know, all those movies, I think only a handful are even necessary, but the other ones are still, you know, worth the watch. Uh, with Star Wars, there was even talks about like a specific order to watch the movies to kind of like, yeah, make, I've heard it, make it, uh, you know, make sense or not make it make sense, but kind of sort of like watch episode four and five, then one, two, three, then yep. six. And then and I was like, okay. The god awful sequels. I see. I, I'm not sure. So I'm gonna go through and watch. But the thing is, I I think 
of those movies are going to have to be in a pocket by themselves. Mm-hmm. I can't connect them. To you have to watch them objectively and don't go into it with expectations because as yeah. a fan, I still, I, I bit the bullet and I, I like Star Wars is my thing. Like I'm head to toe legit. I got yeah. tattoos. Yeah. Like this is like Star Wars is my jam <laughs> and I get made fun of Julius. Uh, my coach actually makes fun of me all the time. Cause you know, when he was young, that's when like, you know, the very first Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, all that came out, and that was Star Wars for him. And then yeah. the prequels come out, and the sequels come out. It's like, yo, what is this shit? <laughs> like, so I think with that too, I think about that a lot because we've got three different trilogies for Star Wars in three different generations. Yep, and for each generation, that's Star Wars to them. And even with me, I, you know, I was born what seventy eight, so I, you know, I was aware of empire and jedi specifically as a kid and i picked up on star wars later Mm -hmm. but i wasn't it wasn't something that was dear to me yet then when the prequels came out i i latched on to it but the originals i latched on to i enjoy the prequels for what they are because you need those movies to get it sets up the the universe. Like you get more detailed look at the Star Wars universe. You get more character development. You can see what really makes everybody tick. You know, despite yeah. the bad CGI, despite the cheesy lines, you know, it builds the universe for us. Well, and even with so going back to Episode One, you know, people attack that and say, oh, you know, it was, it was born, it was dumb. Look, it's not. Like you said, going without expectations. Because when people say something's bad, it's like, well, what were you expecting? And then, <laughs> yeah. then the question is, what would you have done to make it better? Because I, I get into these debates quite often about a lot of <clears throat> movies. I think so, I, I think these I think a lot of movies are bad when it comes to you know DC, I, I, you know their current run. I think there's several bad MCU movies, but the thing is, pre Disney or. Um, after Disney, okay. Disney took over with Iron Man three. Yeah, they they bought it right before Avengers came out. Because I mean, if you want to talk bad Marvel movies, I mean, we oh got, yeah, no, yeah, we no. got Daredevil. So, we got- <laughs> so, when I say Marvel, I, I I put the cap on Marvel as um Blade Trinity MCU <laughs> MCU Marvel. Okay, and then because yeah, because if you start digging into that pocket of Marvel, yeah, you got. Ghost Rider, oh. Spirits of Vengeance. The second, yeah, I mean, both of them were pretty bad, but <laughs> I didn't even. I've never made it more than fifteen minutes into Spirits of Vengeance. I try to watch it each time, and I fall asleep each time. And it's really, it's really weird that no matter what, I don't make it past fifteen minute mark. I can be fresh awake with a cup of yeah. coffee in the system, ready to go, and fifteen minutes, I'm like, I'm out. I'm like, I can't out. do this. Then there was so you got Daredevil, that. You know, I I'm I'm gonna I might buy, I'm I think it's dig, it's available on digital for like five bucks. I'm gonna check it out again with with a different eye. I, I know it's still bad, but I need to understand why it's bad. What's bad about it? Because that's always my my. Because I feel like it was set up to do well. I mean, I liked Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck, sure. Yeah. Uh, what was it Jennifer Garner played Electra? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I don't know how I feel about that. So. Yeah. Um, I, I I adore her. I think she's such a sweetheart, or at least she looks it. She looks like such a sweet person. She looks like the kind of person that, like, if some shit went down, I'm like, oh no, I gotta go do some shit. Sophie, go stay with this strange woman. Yeah. And it's Jennifer Garner. 
I feel like my kid is safe. Yeah. As opposed to if like Margot Robbie's there. I'm not saying Margot Robbie's a bad person, but if I'm like, all right, there's Margot Robbie there. I look, well, Jennifer Garner's there though. She looks like she takes care <laughs> of kids and she looks like she's a safe person. She will protect people. Margot Robbie looks like, eh, you know, I'll make sure it doesn't eat anything off the floor, but I don't really care about it. That's funny. As a kid, I used to always get Jennifer Garner and Hillary Swank mixed up. That's a weird one. <laughs> I don't know why. Because, like, I, huh. like, I, I guess I I think see. I saw a lot of their movies together. Like, I, I remember when I was a kid, so... I'm a little younger, so like when I was a kid, like the the was it the Karate Kid movie where it was her and Pat Morito. That was the one when I was a kid. I missed Daniel San. I had to go back and nice. That that actually speaking of uh, Danielson, Cobra Kai, haven't picked up on it yet. I've been trying. I, like what I've seen has been yeah. fun, but I haven't really. I think it's digestible. I like that it's only a half hour each mm-hmm. episode. That. Well, that works, and that actually works with Mandalorian for me too. Yeah, they the thing that bothers me Mandalorian is that they don't stick to one specific time, like every episode. Yeah. Well, that's because they they also have a different director for like every episode. It's so like a, this season so far looks like it's a uh, Bryce. Uh, she just did this last one, episode three. I think, I think she did, and she did one. episode four of the first season. Ah, oh, I, I saw her name. Twice. Oh, maybe she did twice. Well, I know. It, I, I, at least twice this yeah. season, I think, but I could be wrong. But she did a she did a great job. Um, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because her dad did a great yeah. job with Solo. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like with Mandalorian, which for my take on Mandalorian, check over to Nerd Rage Radio. <laughs> just on the episode, I actually just listened to it before we got in here and recorded. I, I think one of my issues with Mandalorian is. It's the, you know, freak of the week episodes, you know, like they don't, they tie together eventually, but it's like, it it was the problem I had with Smallville. It's a problem that I had with uh, the flash. And I I really enjoyed the flash until I remember first off, we got 20 some odd episodes, number one, but number two, it's the villain of the week. You know, every week it's something new. And that's the thing with Mandalorian. It's like each week it's a new task. Yeah, but I almost kind of like that because I see what they're doing with it. It's almost kind of like the Old West kind of vibe, just the lone wandering gunslinger going from town to town, fixing their problems and moving on. And I don't think that's completely a bad thing. Yeah. I don't personally enjoy it <laughs> because I, I I come from the mindset of I want the continuity to all flow from one episode to the next, except for South Park. I need South Park to be its own thing each week. Don't don't tie that shit to last week. I don't care about Randy's weed farm yeah. from two seasons ago. Let me get what's going on with Cartman right now. They're actually gonna make me purchase HBO Max because they took they took it off Hulu and it's only available through HBO Max now, I think. That's so I have uh the Fire Stick and they don't have the app for HBO Max. They have HBO. Yeah. And there's something I really like. If you have HBO Update, and then it will become HBO Max. And the same thing through Hulu. You can buy the add-on. And so, I'm well. I'm what I'm going to do is what I usually do. <laughs> I'm going to try to make a trade with someone. I'm going to offer out. Uh, not a lot of people care about ESPN Plus. Yeah, that was a hard sell. I, I I needed my brother's Disney Plus account, and I was like, man, I got I got ESPN, I got UFC. He's like, bro, you're not selling me right now. Yeah, like fights. Nope. Okay, so we'll mark those two off the list. So, um, do you already have Netflix? Yep, yeah, mark that off the list. So, do you like horror movies? Yes, I got Shutter. 
Like I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you shutter and you give me this. All right, what else? Shutter's a two package deal. Like you got to combo that. Okay? <laughs> I will give you shutter and you like Hulu. I can give you Hulu. Like okay. Hulu and Shutter, and you know, let me get the HBO Max. Yeah, so. like with my brother, just like in pretty much anybody else in his day and age, like and then Alfred them Amazon Prime. That's pretty much useless. Everybody has Amazon Prime. Like nobody likes waiting for packages. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because Sarah doesn't use my Amazon Prime for deliveries. It just, yeah, it's, it's, it's like just go on mine and order it. Like no, like if I order this much, it's free delivery. Like. It's like, or you could use Prime and get it tomorrow. Shit, Prime is on that level now where I go to place an order. That shit gives me the time. It's like, okay, you can get this yeah. between 8 and 11 tomorrow. It'll tell me, like, hey, your package is like three stops away. Like, oh, dang, yeah. thanks. Like, they, they I got to get home now. <laughs> doing some different things. It's kind of freaking me out now. It's like, they got that shit where it's like, all right, we're going to go in the garage and deliver your package. Like, you're not going to do nothing like that. Yeah. You're going to get shot. <laughs> in my garage i don't even got a garage yeah Talk about delivering some shit in the garage where like, <laughs> garage like you know the fuck you can i didn't even know i had a garage <laughs> so, so the wild thing is so when when you showed up i knew i knew where you were too yeah so you say you're here and i looked down at it and i was like all right i don't see him. he's over there <laughs> i know where he's at it's like like we get a lot of deliveries over there i order pizza that shit goes over there like I was saying before we were recording, the pizza dude told me I lived in the wrong house. <laughs> like, how you gonna tell me? Like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just move my residence over here. <laughs> like, I've been here for two years at that point. He's like, you're in the wrong house. And then this dude had the audacity. He delivered a pizza to me. What a month ago, I ordered a pizza. It was the same dude. This was like this was years ago. I had this encounter with this dude, and he delivered again this time. I got his name now. Cause, cause the they, they when you track your food, it says who's delivering. I'm gonna let them know I don't want Hassan delivering my fucking food. Cause Hassan keeps telling me I'm in the wrong place. Hassan can't find my house. Hassan needs to get a better GPS. Um, Hassan, I hope you listen. <laughs> kind of uh, making the transition over to martial arts talk a little bit. Um, that was that was probably my biggest embarrassment embarrassment during. Uh, you know, the beginning of COVID and the pandemic and the shutdown and everything is that like I ordered Grubhub and Uber Eats so much the driver started to recognize me. And so I was just like, ah, oh, this is bad. That, that's when I used to work at a specific preschool back in the early 2000s, there was a pizza hut across the street. I would order a big New Yorker. Every single day, a big New Yorker. That's where I met my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she was witness to me ordering a big New Yorker <laughs> every single day. And I would eat the entire pizza every single day to the point where I would place the order. And they would say, we'll be there in 10 minutes. Like, they knew who it was. They mean, I didn't even have to tell them who. I ordered that pizza. Like, all right, Dante, we'll be there in 10 minutes. Normally, it's 45 minutes. They knew. They knew. They knew. I tipped well. So, it, it's there's nothing... No shame in that. Yeah, I just, I just, I didn't stay disciplined during COVID. I wasn't training uh, as much as I was before. Gained a lot of weight. Um, And that was actually my motivation for going down to Florida and competing in pans about a month ago. I, uh, you know me, I fight lightweight MMA, 155 pounds. By, by April, May, I was up to 210. (laughs) I remember when I first met you, and I, like, like, I, um, you're going to fight out um, in Delaware. Yeah, I remember you trying to cut down to 145. Like, you weren't a big fella, but I remember just things like 145. Son, why don't you do 155? And that's what I did. Like, my, I, I think I had 
two or three fights at 145, and then I was like, yeah, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> it did not look good. Yeah. It was just like, son. You- 55 was manageable. I felt healthier. I felt better in my fights. I mean, my fights at 45, I, I won them all, but it just, I, I didn't feel good. Yeah, there's a, a lot that gets taken away cutting that much yeah and and then not just cutting but then cutting and going and fighting yeah i gotta fight the next day and like yeah. that's like i'm trying to put on 30 pounds before i get back in this cage with this dude like, I, I that's not some shit i could do like my hat goes off to number one you as as a mma fighter because that's not some shit i could do i don't hey you ain't hitting me <laughs> it's like i'll grapple like the second you hit me in the face and i realize oh shit where am i'm hey mama <laughs> make it stop <laughs> um but yeah like, it, like i said my hat's off to you as a fighter and just a competitor in general because like i've said on here plenty of times i competed once and that was not fun for me <laughs> the nerves ate me alive hmm. um yeah no man i respect anybody who goes out there and you know puts it on the mat no matter what level where it's at i mean like the fact that you're coming out of your you know, comfort zone, you're facing all that anxiety, all the nerves, you know, in some cases, you know, you're cutting weight or have to get physically ready for whatever competition takes a lot. And whether it's the fucking UFC or uh, grapplers, grappling industries, you know, down the street, like I respect anybody who, you know, goes out there and puts it on the line. Um, And so when they put pans on the schedule, um, I was like, I think I want to do that because I've kind of I've kind of transitioned away from MMA and just been doing focusing on uh, getting better and just jujitsu. Um, and so I was like, man, pants, pants, you know, I, I can do that. But I'm 210 pounds at the time. So I go to my coach. I'm like, coach, I want to do pants. I've never done like a tournament that big before. He's like, are you sure? I said, yeah, 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 I'm sure. Like, I don't have any, like, outrageous, like, expectations. I just want to try it, see if I can do it, you know? And so I made the cut. I went from 210 to 178 in about three months. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No excuses. And so it was a big weight cut, went down to pans. Uh, It didn't go my way, but I learned a lot. Um, you know, it was fun being with the team, you know, seeing all the higher, you know, level competitors and definitely something I am want to do again. I'm actually headed down next month. Uh, we're taking the team to Masters Worlds, but the same week, I'm too young for Masters Worlds. I still got a couple of years, but uh, <laughs> oh, <my brain. laughs> the uh, same week they're doing their Orlando, you know, IBJJF Open. So I'm gonna go down and do that uh, December 16th. Nice. nice. Uh, so I've been able to keep the weight off. You know, I've been eating cleaner. You know, getting back. You know, healthier. I got to be an example because you know I'm 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 a teacher. I got to be an example to my students. So <laughs> I, I try to keep that in mind. So like, I got to be a good example. I get in there. I go to the prize box. I'm eating candy. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, my gear is like getting like wider. It's like Coach Dante. <laughs> no, I'm that coach that's like stuffing his face in the car, and then like people pull him to the gym. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Put this away. Hide this. Throw this away. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. <laughs> What's up? Like, Yo, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Like, I, I, I realized recently that I don't chew my food properly. I don't so either, man. I've been choking a lot. Is that a Midwest thing? <laughs> I, I, and I didn't realize until one day, what was I eating? I don't remember what I was eating, but I just, I'm chewing. You know, I, I think I chew like, what, four, four chomps and then <laughs> just go. swallow. It's like, and I realized, you know, I take a drink of water. Okay, everything's better. And I was like, 
Yo, I don't fucking chew my food. What the fuck is wrong? That's with what it. Yeah, because I remember in high school, I had like I remember one day I just had some like really bad gas for a while, and one day my mom was like, "Chew your fucking food." <laughs> so, someone in one of uh, the groups that I'm in for uh for the colostomy, someone said that. I, I don't remember what the question was initially, but someone's reply was, chew your food. Make sure you <laughs> chew your food well. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, because you'll choke if you don't. I mean, maybe it comes out easier. I don't know. Like, no, nah, apparently that's more work for my stomach and intestines to do. <laughs> so now. Like, thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> like, now I'm like, I'm starting to realize this. It's like, oh, shit. Like, there there is a method to this madness. Yeah. I didn't. Because I, I, when it comes to coffee alcohol most food it serves a purpose i don't mm-hmm. i'm not there for taste they when people get coffee with like a ton of like so like my wife yeah like a ton of stuff in there tons of flavors like i go to dunk i'm like can i get a black coffee yep. like i might get i used to ask for sugar then they kept forgetting the sugar so i say extra sugar now i get they just give me sugar. So I don't know how their logic <laughs> works, but I go, can I get a medium hot black coffee with extra sugar? They, it's, it's getting to the point where they know me at Duncan. <laughs> they can hear the car rattle. They're like medium hot, black, extra sugar. Yep. Well, you go, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> you know, thanks but, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't drink none of that shit for taste. I just drink it for the purpose. Alcohol. Like people are like, Oh no, that's not good whiskey. I don't know what's good or bad. I just know that I'm here to get fucked up. I'm not so with, with with food and coffee, yeah, it serves a purpose. I'm a little pickier with my alcohol. Like even well, beer, I am specific, like beer. I'm picky, but when it comes to because to me it all tastes bad. And <laughs> I wanted to get me to level twelve, and once I'm at level twelve, then then you know maybe I'll start trying to act like I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this tequila here, yeah, this was made here in this year, and da 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 da. da. And they're like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, do you? Like, no, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm gonna sit down right now. So, but with beer, I am pickier. Just I don't know why I'm pickier with beer. Probably because like because with, with whiskey, I can just I can chug that like. But I can chug it and be done. Not not even just on the level of like having a shot. You can you pour me a little glass there. I'm gonna chug that bad boy. Get where I need to be with beer. I can't chug beer. Like that's just gonna hurt my stomach. Um, you know, just yeah. Noise. I can't really. Yeah. I, I don't even really. I have beer in my fridge right now. I don't even really drink beer. I like I've been drinking a lot of wine when I would record. Like especially if I'm doing like a, a Friday or a Saturday night recording. I'm, I drink like a couple coffee mugs of wine because you know class. Oh no, man! Same thing. I have I have uh, reusable solo cups that I drink my wine out of. So I'm only drinking <laughs> out of coffee mugs because I've been buying jujitsu coffee mugs off of Jits Bitch on Instagram. Go to her Etsy store, get one. You know, advertisement. Hey. Also, student of BJJ, go ahead and get a mug from his uh, website as well. Also, you can get a coffee mug from BJJ underscore Judo underscore Co instagram go to their website as well that's where i get all my mugs from and i drink lots of alcohol out of them i don't drink coffee. i don't think i've ever drank coffee out of any of these mugs ever uh, <laughs> i i do use my michigan mug when i when i both <laughs> just make your coffee a little irish <laughs> i see and that's the thing because i don't do it for taste ah <laughs> I, could, I could like it just needs to serve the purpose but I also don't know how well I would do with alcohol in my system at work. That's the only time I drink coffee is at work. 
And if I, dude, if they let me get drunk at work, it's dude. a wrap. <laughs> Anyhow, like I'm not even sure how we veered off into. Man, we've kind of been all over the place, but it's like it's 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 the beauty and the chaos that I like. <laughs> and I, I, I haven't seen you. I don't know when the last time you fucking. Man, to you. yeah, it's so, been it's been a minute. Like it. I'm trying to I mean, I, we talk all the time on social media, like, yeah. you know, exchanging memes and, you know, just, you know, commenting on things here and there. And it was like, obviously pre-COVID, um, even, even like pre the move, I think I may, we may have like crossed paths, like you were coaching and I think I was like coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Cross paths. Yeah. That makes, yeah. But otherwise. Yeah. Like, well, but but then I say that it's like, but I don't really see people anyway. I don't really yeah. Do shit. I just, it's, it's even harder now just with everything going on. Yeah. Um, but even before, like I said, I'm just okay. Yeah, it look, looks. Like, okay. Hey, there we go. Sorry, I had to pause for a minute because number one, I don't know how to do things, and number two, my wife needed batteries, and she's not looking good right now. She's <laughs> buying all these action figures, which is a good thing, but she fucking interrupt the podcast, son. Like, <laughs> that's not how you get a contract extension on our on our anniversary day. <laughs> Buying the action figures is how you get the contract extension. Simple. It's all right. I could say this because guess what? She doesn't listen. <laughs> I, I, she might. I don't know. Maybe like, she just we'll, doesn't tell you. We'll find out. I'm gonna say some really fucked up shit one day, and then see if she comes back and comes at me about it like this, and why she's gonna come back. Oh, she'll let it sit for a while. Like, she won't even come back right away. No, that's what women do. They'll, they'll <laughs> chill on some shit for, like, months. Like, oh, I had this one dude, um, I crossed paths with him at work, and he was talking about his wife. Um, so, like, he was he was up front and bold about it, too. He was, like, talking about it. He was sending texts to this one chick. He's an older dude, so I didn't even know he knew how to text. <laughs> I, was, I mean, it was on a flip phone, to be fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's from the Stone Age. I feel like flip phones would be, be harder for older people. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> I, I guess he got a system. But um, he said that his, his wife had, you know, saw the text, and she didn't say nothing for, like, two months. And then finally, he just, you know, I was like, damn, dude, two months? That though she, oh, she was, she had a plot in mind. Oh, yeah, she was scheming. Like, that's one of those, I see that. Hey, women. I need to chill. <laughs> I'm getting scared. Like, there's some nights, like, because uh, my wife, she works nights. And when she comes home, it's like 6 in the morning. Now I'm not awake at 6 in the morning because, no. Oh, but, you know, I'm nervous now. Like, what? Like she comes home and I'm still asleep. She got the box cutter and just go to work. On <laughs> I can't defend myself because I'm like, I'm waking up like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I being stabbed up? Like, so. I've seen enough movies where a hurt woman will do some crazy shit to you when you least expect it. <laughs> well, I'm not letting her watch Wayne X. <laughs> I don't know what she might set on fire. <laughs> Yo, like that's one of my worst fears. I like I come home and like all my figures are like smashed. Oh my god! I, Just took like a lighter and some disinfectant spray to all. Like <laughs> I don't know how I would react. I don't know if I would cry, but I'm also of the mindset. It's like if I do something wrong and you know you're mad about it, I, I I'm like a bad puppy. I put my head down in shame. And say, <laughs> All right, my bad. Sorry. Like like hit me with the newspaper, rub my nose in it, <clears throat> and then I just move on. But otherwise, it's like just be upfront. Let me know. Hey, you fucked up, and I'll say shit. My bad. But don't set my action figures on fire. Okay. It's it's good to establish what's important to you in a in a relationship. Back when I was in the dating scene, I'd like meet girls and you know, they'd come over or whatever and we'd be hanging out and you know, you walk in the room, the first thing you see, thirty two inch Darth Vader figure. 
Um, and then next I got my, you know, lightsaber mounted on the wall. Then I got like geese and jujitsu medals and like, uh, Funko pops all over the room. And you know, that's the, that's the deal breaker moment. If she can't deal with that, then bye. I'm not compromising all my stuff. (laughs) That's kind of my, my mindset is, you know, very similar. It's like, look, and honestly, Sarah and I have been together 20 years coming up on 21 years soon. And congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it's i mean you know good for me i don't know good for her it's like bad decision making (laughs) she she just settled she's like "Uh, i guess when it comes to me it's just like "Ah, i guess he's there like like, he's a nice guy he writes poems (laughs) he'll cry if i leave him like but like early on it was you know kind of established i worked out a lot and i watched pro wrestling those are my things like and and i wasn't huge into comics i was just coming out of comics because this was we met in 99 so you know over time as our relationship grew into what it's become you know i've gone through many different phases of fandom and likes you know whether it be you know, getting back into comics heavy, getting into action figure collecting, getting into um, into jujitsu, getting into gaming for a while. Gaming got gaming was bad. Yeah, was, I'm I'm trying to get back in the game. I kind of fell off for a while, especially with the new consoles coming out. Um, I'm just trying to. So I started playing not the new one, the Spider, the Sony Spider-Man game that came out for PlayStation. Yeah. Um. So I'm working my way through that, and then. Eventually, when I get a PlayStation Five, because I never buy right off the line. Of course not. <laughs> you catching on fire. Right yeah, now. you turn it on, it blows up. Some sort of like memory storage glitch or something. Yeah. Um. How long have you been fucking doing this? And it's right. <laughs> it's your fifth try. Like, <laughs> like come on. Son. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So yeah, gaming was really big for you for a while. Um, well, I, well, I was on a PC playing Diablo. Yeah, Diablo too. A lot, like oh, too much. I was playing the shit. I wasn't sleeping. Wow. I was not sleeping. Go straight to work. Come home. Go back to playing. Catch a nap. Go to work. Play. I, I had a fucking problem. <laughs> I. So for me to play a game now, I have to map out a two-hour window, specifically. I have to set an alarm. That like I have to play by these rules. A hard start and stop. Yes, I can't play for twenty minutes. I can't go over two hours. If I go over two hours, I, you get sucked in. Yeah, I'm in. And with Diablo, it, Diablo two was very much how I do Instagram. I'm there to help. Yeah. So once I built my characters up, I <clears> use <throat> my character to help build other people's characters. And you know, I, I've actually you know formed some pretty good friendships out of out of that gaming world that I still have to this day. Mm-hmm. And. It just it started becoming super problematic just for us as a also player. if you're into gaming hit up Anumas Gaming twenty three my boy Gerard absolutely former guest episode <laughs> eleven check it out it was a good one actually I just told somebody about that episode today because I was because we obviously had to talk about the eyeball situation oh yeah I mean so, he's Cyclops <laughs> I, I told him, go listen to that episode and you'll understand why and but yeah go check him out because. He's got a good setup there, and he's a good dude. So, yeah, it's um, my little brother. <laughs> it's funny, like this episode, this episode is like the advertising for everyone. Like, oh yeah, go check out this person. Yeah. And they'll, they'll, trust me, there'll be more. There'll be more. But 
like right now I just I choose not to play any games. And if I do play a game, it's going to be something like Madden where I can get out of there. And, and, and it's boring. Madden will get boring eventually because it's the same thing. Yeah. So usually about an hour and a half, maybe an hour even, I get bored with playing and I'm out. Yeah. <clears throat> See, with other sports outside of like combat, um, I just lost interest. Like I was into it a little bit in high school and college, but like overall, just as a person, I was never really into sports growing up. And I mean, you know, whole another issue. You know, but my it did make my dad very happy when I was young, just because he wanted. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't say I was, you know, I was I was athletic and I enjoyed being physical and I enjoyed competition. But my thing is, if it's not me or someone I know or I'm not don't have any like real investment in these people competing, I don't really care. That That's why I am now. Yeah. So, <laughs> once I started training uh, jujitsu, I started caring less about sports because yeah. I wasn't playing. Anymore. Right. And even once because I. Because I run a fantasy football league, well, I used to. I this year, I I didn't tell anyone we weren't doing it, so I got a lot of text <laughs> messages. Hey, are we doing a league this year? Like, like mind you, we're three weeks into the season by this point. I was like, oh yeah, we're not doing, uh, we're not doing the league this year. It's like, oh okay, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I, I still watch football. Like, as we're talking now, I have the Lions and, and Washington football team playing right now because I'm a Detroit fan, so. Like you said, somebody's got to lose. <laughs> hey, I mean, the fucked up thing is last year the lines were so bad. I didn't realize they were that bad. When I looked at the draft, they're like, oh, they're drafting number three? Oh, did they trade for that pick? It was like, oh, no, they only Oh, no, games. yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. The fucked up thing is I knew which three games it was. I was like, well, like, you know, you could call each of those up by memory. <laughs> it's like, damn. Like, it, it's it's bad, but I don't care about. Okay, I was a Cubs fan for a long time. I know the pain. I get it. <laughs> I mean, at least y'all got a championship. At some point. Took us a hundred plus years, but you know, <laughs> like I don't think the Lions are going to win a Super Bowl in my lifetime. Oh. And I don't think my daughter's going to be a Lions fan when she grows up because we're in Baltimore. Yeah, so she'll, she'll probably be a Ravens fan. Eventually, she'll realize, oh, purple, and they're winning. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, well, baby, what about goal lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I had the little jersey as a kid. Fuck those guys. <laughs> you made me wear that. <laughs> you you made me suffer. I cried many a night. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm sorry. But I I was always athletic as a kid. I just never understood it. And then I started playing sports. And eventually, you know, it consumed me. But once I started doing jujitsu. Again, it's just it, it fell away from me. Even even MMA almost kind of fell away from me because watching, you know, I used to play uh, UFC on PlayStation. Yeah. And once I realized that game versus like actual trainers, like, wait a minute, you don't just get out of mount like that. That's shit. It, there's some work to that. Gonna gonna dig at my boy Gerard again. Uh, we used to play online the UFC when UFC when EA took over the the UFC games. We used to play online against each other. And like again, he's just really more in the gaming than I am. So he would beat me all the time. Beat me. No matter who I pick, he would always beat me. And I'd get so mad I throw the controller like, you know what? Come over here in real life. Come fight me in real life. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I've threatened people. I've told people like, like You won't do that in real life. You ain't getting out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Fair enough you got that side control. But guess what, baby? Watch. Beyond belly, bite the mouth. I'm a crush you. Come come see me in real life. Like what? Why? Why is this guy so angry? I'm only seven. I'm like, Fuck you! I'll beat your daddy up. <laughs> um, I, I actually went, 
when I used to teach, I told the kid I'd beat his dad up. Because <laughs> like it was my first year, and this kid was just he—he he, he was a nice kid, but he had his moments. Yeah, he said something to me, and because because this was around when Episode One came out uh, for Star Wars, and I had the Lego sets. And I ended up giving him one of the sets, um, you know, because I was like, all right, you know what, you're a good kid. But during summer camp, he said something, and then he followed <clears throat> up with, my dad can beat you up. And I said, bring your dad here and watch him get broke. <laughs> <laughs> These are things you should not say as a as an educator. You shouldn't. I was very good at like minding my language, you know. Yeah. It, it was just that after the kids left, once they got on that bus. Oh, yeah, no, I, I usually don't, you know, say anything or slip in front of the kids. It's just yeah. sometimes they'll catch me when I think they aren't around. And then... yeah. It's weird because I don't cuss around other kids, but I cuss like a sailor around my kids. It's your own kids. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if she's got to hear it somewhere, yeah, hear it here. And I think also she doesn't repeat it, not because she's a good kid. She is a good kid. But I think she just doesn't get the context. She doesn't get it yet. Like if I say, look at this fucking guy over here. She doesn't know how to use that word yet. She's just like, oh, okay. So, no, when we play Mario Party on the Wii, I, I don't cuss when we play because I know she picks up now. Like, if if one of the characters roll a one, I go, hey, you know, I give the fake laugh. She does it now. She, <laughs> she goes in. If, even now when I'm not even paying attention, she'll hit me on the show like, see that? Look, look, he rolled a one. So now, and something happened the other day and we 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 do the team uh version now so we lost and it took everything in me to say these motherfucking cheaters <laughs> <laughs> like because they were fucking cheating they were yeah like, you know, these motherfuckers landed on a yellow spot and then go get a fucking free star <laughs> they hit the donkey kong fucking square and now the pitfall is a donkey kong thing and then they go right to the fucking pitfall right like, all of a sudden they got coins and that oh they got a the fucking bite-sized candy now they can get coins fucking cheaters like, these motherfuckers are cheating so i gotta watch it when I'm playing Mario Party with my daughter, because I know if I say these motherfuckers are cheating, she will know that context. And she will go to school. These motherfuckers are cheating. <laughs> when I look at teaching, I, I love teaching. It's like, and I love coaching. Like even this week, we went over. What do we do? I can't remember. I think we went over the Upa Soup again. Maybe, probably not. I don't know. But whatever we were doing this week, we had uh, two new students. They just weren't getting it. Once they got it, dude, I was so I was so happy. I was like, yes, yes, you got it. Okay. Like just getting that that start. Yeah. It's very rewarding. I enjoy oh, it. I know that feeling. <laughs> it's also very stressful. Like it's it, it's stressful. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> yeah, it, that's exactly <laughs> and we got you know, we have some of the younger ones peppered in there too. So they're they're not terribly interested all the time. You have to find creative ways to keep their attention. And that that is a task and even with my own daughter here at home she's excited to do it here at home because it's it's like you know daddy daughter love yeah daddy likes it i want to like it so you know we do you know like the tiny ninjas curriculum you know throwing our jabs and our cross and our hook which her doing that it's like okay i'm glad you understand the concept but never throw your punches like that you're going to get beat up (laughs) the the problem is when you teach them and they pick it up too well. Yeah. I was doing a summer camp one time and I had two brothers. They were fighting over a Nerf gun. And the younger brother throws an overhand right and clocks the big brother. 
So the big brother flying triangles, his little brother. <laughs> and like, I'm there like just watching it all unfold. And one of my coworkers like, hey, go stop that. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, it's all running over. Like. Yeah, no <laughs> oh. yeah, again, rewarding at the yeah. same time. <laughs> so um, I honestly didn't even have anything jotted. I did have stuff jotted down for like just topics and discussions. Like, I think we're just going to let our, I, I kind of like the way this went. We just kind of talked and, you know, um, I think people enjoy this. Yeah. It, it, like I, I did make like some rapid fire questions and I was like, ah, do I want to do the rapid fire? I like doing rapid fire sometimes. Yeah. Well, if you, you want to fit them in real quick, I'm at rapid you know? fire is kind of one of those things where it's like, it, it, it gauges like, um, I think, let me see if I can remember off top. Probably not. So I'm going to pull my phone real quick. Um, like, I, I whenever I do the Why So Nerdy podcast, that's kind of my thing. When I go in there, they want me on there to do rapid fire questions. It's like, <laughs> why me? I don't. My rapid fires aren't that great. Basic as <laughs> rapid fires. All right, well, I got four of them here. Okay, no, you know what? These are decent. Okay. We're kind of already in this realm anyway. So for rapid fire, it's basically quick answer. First thing, like first thing that comes to mind. Off, I'm gonna give you two options. All right, gotcha. All right. Who's the better billionaire? Batman, Iron Man. Batman. All right, fair enough. See, and it's weird because it's like, I, I had to think about that even when I wrote it. I was like, I don't know who I think is the better. But I think Bruce Wayne is a straight pimp. But then I think Tony Stark, I think he, it's weird. I don't know. Bruce Wayne being a billionaire is a cover for him, so he's more responsible. Tony, that's who he is. True. Good call. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Bruce actually has to be like a good billionaire. I'm just like, I'm gonna be a man child. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy some shit. Like, I'm gonna buy a planet. Dude, what? Like, all right, fair enough. Um, where's my next one? Uh, oh, more emotional character. Anakin, Kylo Ren. Anakin. <laughs> Kylo Kylo Ren wasn't emotional well yeah he was but the way they portrayed it on screen he was more child throwing temper tantrums I can whereas see that. anakin had legit problems like ben had everything the world handed him on a silver platter and he was still angry anakin actually went through some shit <laughs> like like i started thinking i was like yeah anakin you know lost his mom and then when he found out the sand people did it then he went he had a father figure for like all of 10 seconds before he was stabbed by like <laughs> so i have a question on that though because you're a little deeper into the star wars world than i am yeah and i always wondered this had qui-gon not died because because i think was it no I, because honestly it goes back to episode two. I really do think because so if you get a little deep into it, I'm showing like I'm so nerdy. Uh, Quagon had the rank of Jedi Master, okay. but he didn't have a seat on the council okay. because he was considered uh, too radical. And he personally yep. didn't agree with everything that the Jedi did. So in episode two, Count Dooku's like, oh, Quagon would have been on my side. So that's where I was going. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where I was going. I was like, who said it? Was it Palpatine or Dooku? Dooku. Yep, because. Like, so I think if anything, Quagon would have been an even bigger catalyst for Anakin turning. It might have happened sooner. Okay, because I always I wonder. It's like, huh? If Quagon stuck around, how different does the full council turn out? And Anakin, yeah. how does that turn out? You know, so that just just had to. I think I'm gonna shoot that over to Nerd Rage for one of the. I never send in questions because sometimes <laughs> I'm on the show. But yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna send them a question this week. And see if it gets read. 
So more therapeutic for you. Jiu-jitsu or MMA training? Jiu-jitsu. Um, and I was actually thinking about my answer to this because I figured it would come up on my way over here. And um, I view MMA as jazz. It's great. Um, a lot of great components. Not really, you know, organized in any, you know, certain fashion, but it's great and it works. Whereas each of the individual martial arts are more like classical music. You have set rules, you know, what you're going to do and everything. And I feel like um, that's just more therapeutic. I know what I need to accomplish and there's many ways to accomplish it. Whereas MMA is just kind of like, it's very, very broad and not, you know, general, but it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to put this square peg in a round hole and make it fit. Whereas, you know, pure jujitsu, pure Muay Thai, wrestling, whatever, it's kind of like, no. You need to figure out where this piece actually fits and make it work that way. <laughs> That's what frustrates me with jujitsu. Yeah. Like, I've had plenty of times in training where it's like, I'll do something like, well, I mean, it's not technically right. It's like, did you tap? Yeah. Well, I think it was right, but it wasn't right. The technique was trash. Like, yeah, but you tapped. Whereas <laughs> MMA, if you hit hard enough, you can put that square peg in a round hole. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to make this work. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, I don't doubt you. All right. And then the... Oh, okay, there we go. Phone. And then the last one. Now, this might... I, I might already know your answer to this. Because this is a generational and age thing. And I know my answer to it. <laughs> Better hip hop era. Ooh. Early nineties, early two thousands. I respect both, but I grew up in the early two thousands hip hop. Um, and that's what I, I was like. Okay, I because if you ask me, and that, that's the same way I would go. I respect both. Nineties to me, I, I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with two thousands hip hop, but I'm gonna tell you why. So. 90s hip hop, I believe that's more so storytelling. Mm -hmm. You get a lot of people's, you know, how they grew up, what they've been through. Like, you know, this is their life. 2010s, like, look, man, I just want to, you know, say some like witty shit and shake my ass, you know, like, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that no. at all. It's just, you, there's a, it, all things in moderation, you know? Yeah. I mean, you say, again, like you so said, with the 90s, you had a lot of good storytelling. You got Nas, Jay Z, Ghostface. Um, Method Man, you know, you have all these characters, Biggie, what the yeah. fuck, how the fuck do I forget Biggie? <laughs> um, you know, you have all these characters telling good stories and, and it's about their life. And, you know, once you get, even towards the late 90s, you start getting into that, like, look, we just want to make party music. Yeah. Like, we, you know, I don't even got to tell you a story. I just want to say some funny words and they're going to rhyme. Right. And, then and, and you know, 2000s, I, th I think, again, it, it's the same thing we're talking about with Star Wars. Everybody's going to have what their music is. Yeah. And I think we get so caught up in the fact of what ours is that we don't appreciate anybody else's. Exactly. And so while you not may, may not be a fan of any hip-hop post-2001, you know. Um, <laughs> like, I, I know those people, though. Yeah. Which is just odd. Like, I'm just, There's know. a lot of people who do not like any hip-hop past 2001. They're, they're out there. But my thing is you just got to respect it. And I think uh, a lot of one artist that I really respect is J. Cole because, like, you know, he has that song, Middle Child, because he's literally in the middle. He's like, look, I respect all the greats that came before me. Like, I wouldn't be where, where I was without them, you know. But you got to help out this next generation. If we just write them off and, like, don't give them time of day, then, like, th then that's where our culture fades. That's where it dies. 
I always think about hip hop in that sense, <clears throat> what were music, not just hip hop, just music in in general, where you have one generation here, and then you know, like I said, the next generation comes up, and that previous generation doesn't want to help out. I always feel like, and I don't know because I'm not in the music world, but I always feel like if you are truly a musician, if you truly care about music, if you care about the art, you're not going to write off, you know, what's next. If anything, you want to keep your finger on the pulse. So like that, that was one thing that Mariah Carey always did, always did very well. She stayed relevant by working with the artists of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned Mariah Carey because I'm a big Mariah Carey fan. I have every single album up to the last album I got was Memoirs of an, of an Imperfect Angel. After that, I just I just didn't care anymore. Not that I didn't care. It was just it was too hard to keep up with because she changed with the times. It was like yeah. I'm not ready to change. <laughs> I'm still listening to her second album, but but she did that very well. You know, her first album was what it was, and the second one you could hear that growth. And the third one, she started doing um, remixes, and she worked with Old Dirty. Yeah. The next album, Puffy came on and produced. Or actually, no, I'm sorry. The third album she did, it was Music Box. She she didn't do anything yet. It was still her growth. Fourth album is where she worked with Puffy and it had Old Dirty on there. She worked with The Brat. And yeah. then after that, she hit Butterfly. And it was like, oh, she's a whole different person now. Like, we like we didn't lost her. And then she divorced Homeboy. And it was like, fuck you. I got what I needed. And then she started making music with the locks. It was like, oh, <laughs> shit. It's changing. Then Jermaine Dupri stepped in. It was like, oh, no. And then Jay-Z jumps on. It's like, like what? Oh, what was happening? Like, my little Mariah. But she always grew with the changing trends of music. And Madonna, you know, would do that, too. So I feel like if you're one of those artists that you're like, oh, the next group's coming up. I don't care. It's like, are you really an artist then? Are, like, are you, you know... Not just with trying to help them grow, but also just an ideal of yourself growing. Right. Because you don't want to, it's just like with jujitsu. If if you practice jujitsu and then leg locks start coming into play, and you're like, I'm not about that life. It's like, okay. Don't ignore what, what how much, how, what percentage of the human body? Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're just going to ignore 50% of the human body, just like that. <laughs> like, okay. I hope you don't, I hope you don't care about your ACL because that shit's about to get torn. But, that I think that's just the thing with everything, whether it be comic books, whether it be jujitsu, whether it be MMA, whether it be music, and yeah, you, you there can't be these gaps. Like the f- previous generation has to be in, to get out of their ways and like not be so stubborn and help out the next generation. That's kind of like it, like you said, MMA. Like a lot of my favorite fighters from when I was first got in MMA, they're all retiring now. Yeah, Anderson Silva, Khabib, Rashad Evans was the first. Rashad versus yeah. Rampage was the first fight I ever saw, and I was. Like, hey, those are people who look like me. I want to do this, you know. I mean, you know, seeing those guys kind of coming and going is the wild thing right now. We're in that weird transition because you got John Jones, who he was that next coming. Now he's on that part of the generation where there's a new group coming in, right? And he's trying to hold his own, like, you know, I mean, he's out there arguing with Israel right now. It's like, dude, just stop. Yeah, although I. I'd love to see I'd love to see that fight see how it plays out yeah. but just do work with the younger guys you know and I, I guess again in MMA when it comes to the whole idea of work with the younger guys I mean what I'm saying is you know don't be someone that's going to impede their development right you know you don't want to be like that guy that's like okay well look we've got John Jones on this card 
versus this person, and we're going to put Israel here. He was like, oh, I don't want that guy on this car with me. Like, well, why not? And, you know, I don't want him in my shine. Like, what? Like, not, not yeah. that that's ever happened. I don't know if that's ever happened. But that that's, you I, know. I, I wouldn't put it past, you know. No. I think what he say after he, was it after he won, his, won the title, he made a comment about Rashad, like, taking his light. Yeah. Shit. Because, I mean, they started out on the same team and everything together. Yeah. So, yeah. Which, that, you know, when watching that fight, <clears throat> when, when those two fought, like, I felt John would win, but I thought Rashad was going to make it, uh, you know, be a lot more trouble for him. Yeah. Just because of, you know, having trained together and then going out and getting, you know, a little little something extra added to his training now. So, I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a, a struggle for John, but, nah, he, he looked like he probably didn't even train for it, he, you know, as, as most of his fights. Yeah. <laughs> just, just showed up and was like, I guess I'll be here. Like, I got a fight today? <laughs> Shit. Like, go weigh in. Fuck. But, but yeah, you know, so take care of the next generation. That's for everybody. And yeah. and that means podcasters too, because I'm part of the next generation. So any of y'all that's been doing this for a while and you hear me fucking up, don't, don't clown me. Just help. Yeah. Don't be dicks about it. Not that y'all have. Everybody's been really cool. So, um, but it's been cool having you on here. Thanks, man. Talking, regular talk. Yeah. Honestly, most of the time I forgot that we were even fucking recording until yeah. I, until <laughs> I into the microphone. I was like, oh shit. That's there. <laughs> Um, where can people find you at? And, and any plugs? Any shout out? Uh, let's see. I'm I'm pretty simple. Uh, Facebook Joe Huggins. Instagram is actually Black Dynamite Roman numeral fifteen. X, that's XV at the end of Black Dynamite, all one word. Um, I, I saw the change. It took me a second when you like something. I was like, who the fuck's Black Dynamite? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Every now and then I I switch my handles up just to you know something there. I I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it. I. Don't tweet. I don't think people care about my random thoughts. So, <laughs> someone out there thinks that people care about that. I get messages on Twitter saying so and so tweeted. Like, I don't care. I don't fucking follow them. <laughs> Why am I notified, <clears throat> dummies? But yeah, uh, usually Facebook, Instagram, best way to contact me. Um, I'm usually pretty active. Like I said, on my pages, you see me, you know, sharing funny, you know, nerd shit. Uh, aside from that, you get videos of the classes that I teach, any competitions that I'm doing. At least, you know, weekly, I'm always posting, you know, something martial arts related as well. So, or sending me wild ass videos. In the yeah, anything, YouTube. anything that I'm like afraid. I'm like, I'm pretty bold on my social media, but anything that like I'm just a little too afraid to post, I send it over to Dante. He'll take care of it for me. <laughs> so, so whenever you see a post that you're like, holy shit, why did you post that? It's like you know where it came from. Yeah, I have people that do this too. I, I get text messages in the middle of the night from one of my buddies. It's just like I get a text at like three a.m. I'll like, hey man, this is really fucking funny. Share this because I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, sharing it right now. Like, oh Jesus Christ! Did he just really say that? Like, nah, what are you gonna do? Like, I, I think my mom tattled on me once on on Facebook. She like my grandma called me over and was like, Jake, do you have this uh this 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 uh this uh Facebook thing? I was like, yeah. So your mother told me that you've been posting. Kind of recklessly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but yeah. I was like, yeah, but to be fair, I mean, she's kind of being a little punk right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's snitching on me. And then, then I tried to hear her like, "We from Detroit," and she's snitching. You tell you take that back to your daughter. <laughs> so, you know, if if y'all got some fucked up shit to be posted, do as Joe does. Send it to the DMs. You know, I'm gonna post it because 
I ain't got no sense. <laughs> and, you know, then, then I'm going to complain when people get mad at me. Like, why are everybody mad because I posted this? Well, because it's kind of sexist. <laughs> so you shouldn't have posted it. That's the beauty of this country, man. Just laugh. You know, don't take everything so seriously. Yeah, that's if, if there's anything to be taken from any of 2020. Mm-hmm. Laugh, smile, enjoy your time. It's all jokes, people. We ain't getting out of this alive, so don't take it so goddamn serious. I don't know who the... Oh, see, in this the text that I'm getting right now is someone sending me a bunch of shit that he won't post, <laughs> but he knows I'm going to, and he's probably going to listen to this episode. Um, but as far as, you know, the usual with me, go check out Jiu-Jitsu Happy Hour on YouTube. Those ladies have a great show. And they should have an ep- a new episode up right now. They release a new episode every Sunday at noon Pacific time. Also, go check out Soon to BJJ. And, you know, if you want to be on the show, got any questions, concerns, comments, criticisms, anything, just shoot me a message. I'm a friendly guy. As, as anyone who's messaged me realizes, I'm very open. I'm very, very welcoming. Uh, you know, if you need in, any help with anything or any questions, and I, and I can provide the answers or assistance. I'm not going to hesitate. So always reach out to me off the mats podcast on Instagram, BJJ.wiki on Instagram. Those are the two spots that you can find me regularly. I have a Twitter. I don't use it. I don't need it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even really use the Facebook features for off the mats either. But again, if y'all want to, you know, get in contact, you know where to find me. Otherwise, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you everyone for downloading and thank you you know, just for everything. This this has been a fun ride. And like I said, you all keep listening and I'm going to keep making these episodes happen. So keep coming back. Thanks, y'all. They poison. Now let me see his song.